0: I'm Molly Wood, author of CNET's Buzz Report.
1: And I'm Tom Merritt, author of The Real Deal. Welcome to CNET's The Real Deal.
0: That's right. Sorry. Let us not forget, this is CNET's podcast of Indeterminate Branding first, Merritt. (laughs) I'll learn one of these days. It's Tom and Molly's podcast. (laughs) Who are we trying (laughs) to kid? Um, We have an interview today, so watch for that coming.
1: Yes, uh, if you've just gone straight to this podcast, you may be missing a gem. A gem. There were two podcasts today, so look backwards in your files.
0: Yes, it's a good one. We have interviewed Ted Shadler of Forrester Research about his assertion that Blu-ray Blu-ray will win the DVD format war. It's a very interesting discussion. Check it out.
1: And it's not terribly long.
0: No. So. It's a shorty. Uh, dude, I this news came out yesterday after right after our podcast, which was tragic because I think it is huge news. The Supreme Court has ruled well, that they, well, they declined to hear they declined to hear a ruling that Self. Anyway, it's one of those Supreme Court things that they do,
1: where they make a decision by not doing anything.
0: Yeah, but the basically. gist of the non-decision is that um, people can now file class action lawsuits against cell phone companies over radiation, mm-hmm. which is huge.
1: Yeah, boy. But they have to prove something. Here we so go. what kind of? I mean, this this actually what this is really going to do is put this concept mm-hmm. of radiation being harmful to the test yes because to bring a class action lawsuit you have to show that harm was done
0: right and so, right now we don't know
1: yeah the, and this
0: allows basically for some sort of
1: as you well know I like,
0: well no. The
1: studies are inconclusive
0: Good lord i wrote a one column. way or another i wrote a column several months ago called uh it was like cell phone industries or big tobacco 2.0 a little inflammatory in the headline i know but um, I, it is a, an assertion that has been made by others, not just me. But I argued that what they have essentially really just tried to, to hide it, to bury it, to cover it up, to just keep kind of insisting that there is no problem. And on the other side, you have people insisting that there is a problem. And this is kind of great because it will mean that somebody hopefully will find out.
1: And the thing about science is you need replicated studies mm-hmm. over many uh, samples mm-hmm. many people and over time and we just they haven't got to the point of having enough study either well, way
0: yeah they have too much conflicting study yeah, basically Because
1: well because they haven't done enough of them you have to t- you know it takes a long time to really Replicate the results and see like, what, what are we really learning here? It's not like one study that says, well, this shows that nothing really happened is definitive. Like, okay, they did a study and that's it. Right. You know, it takes exactly. tons of studies. It's just the way science works.
0: Yes. We do know that wireless phones do emit low levels of radiation. They do. We do not know whether that lo- those levels are harmful. Or whether it's radiation or heat. Right. I
1: mean, the radiation of heat it's it is different. And can be harmful in a different way than the radiation of of just of, of the way you think of like nuclear radiation or right. something like that. So
0: yeah, I personally think that this is going to be huge in the coming years. I know, think it's going to take
1: years if you can to sue over out, your iPod Nano scratch. Yeah, you can sue you can over, sue cell over, cell over a mystery
0: tumor on the side of your head, which people have.
1: And speaking of, I'm not the saying the they came from nano, cell phones.
0: I'm just saying they have them.
1: We uh, did not report yesterday on the one million video downloads that iTunes got in a week because really we don't think it's that big a deal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which is kind of funny because apparently we were wrong because today there are 170 million stories about it.
1: That's not a, that's not an exact figure but it's pretty close. <laughs>
0: it's not a scientific figure.
1: There are more stories than there were downloads.
0: A couple things <laughs> he, yes. <laughs> a couple things very interesting. Uh, Apple sold a million music downloads in a week after launching the iTunes Music Store back in 2003. They did however have a much larger catalog and only cost 99 cents but it only took a week. Well, and gadget this took twenty days.
1: You know, and Peter Rojas on End Gadget pointed out the this, the the big elephant in the room, or whatever, is yep. that we don't have anything to compare this to. Right. We don't know if this is good, bad, or otherwise.
0: So we're like super. Well, one thing I want to know is how many video iPods were sold, and how does the you know are these pe- are people downloading these videos to play on their video iPods? Granted, Did they I download them to play on their computers. Most likely not, because and the I'm sure a lot of is experimentation
1: is going on too. Because I purchased an episode of. of one of the shows just to see just what to the see video looks like which one and I don't have enough video Desperate iPod. Housewives no it wasn't Desperate Housewives it or Lost totally it was, was the other one, Night Stalker <laughs> Night oh. Stalker because that's the one I've never seen so ah. I've, I've downloaded that one
0: um, the the Apple Press release does say that the best sellers so far have been music videos not necessarily just those TV episodes
1: and now we turn because our because they're atten-
0: shorter because oh. you don't have to watch an hour oh yeah
1: and that makes more sense yeah actually but now we turn our attention to an overlooked segment of the population <laughs> the people with single tuner TiVos. <laughs> you poor creatures. And Molly is one of them. Uh-uh. Not anymore. Not huh? anymore. Okay. I used got to be two one
0: tuners of oh, I was maybe but about you a year still, ago <laughs> you have two
1: tuners and you still have a problem of overlap Shut up. this is about overlap Shh. Overlap is basically the idea that <laughs> the beginning of a good show that you really want to see gets cut off because you're still recording a show that you didn't want to see so much
0: well not necessarily it gets over it gets cut off because the networks
1: because mm-hmm, they program deliberately
0: schedule TV shows to run long yeah. or start late. And in, in many cases, it is to foil TV owners who may want to switch to another channel. So, for example, say the West Wing starts at 10.02 and it gets over at 11.06 because it goes a little long or whatever, and Alias is on right after that on a different channel, then you won't get Alias. You'll see the end of
1: West Wing at the expense of the beginning of Alias or even Alias being recorded at all?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it'll stop it from being recorded at all because TiVo, unfortunately, is not smart enough to realize, like, hey, it started late, but you can still get the rest of the recording.
1: Well, and with two tuners, usually... Veronica's looking shocked, but it's true. Normal people with two tuners usually don't have this problem because you can bat back and forth between the two tuners. But some of us and, and Molly thinks I'm just talking about her, but um, (laughs) during baseball season, it happens to me too. Some of us uh, have so many things being recorded that it can actually happen on your regular on two tuners, but it's now fixed in series two.
0: Thank goodness. And also finally at the point at which like consumers were freaking out and writing angry letters and sending voodoo dolls to the networks so that the networks actually stopped for the most part, this bizarre, like super size episode thing, because people got so furious. Now, like a year and a half later, TiVo gets on the ball and puts out software. Good job, guys! Great, super. Maybe you could have just put out some software that, like a firmware upgrade, that would have just let you record a hey, partial thing. Hey, they did it, Molly. After it started. All right,
1: whatever. Nothing's ever good enough for you with that's, TiVo. That's
0: right. Catch on, <laughs> TiVo. All right. I don't want TiVo to die, and it's stuff like this. It's ignoring the audience and not putting in the features that people have asked for. How long did it take him to have two tuners? How long? Too long. I don't know exactly how long, <laughs> but it was too long. Say,
1: I don't know, maybe a couple of years.
0: Hi, <laughs> I'm not kidding about S- my TV. <laughs> speak,
1: speaking of re-examining our beliefs, uh, the Massachusetts decision to go to an open document standard is mm-hmm. being re-examined. Good This segue. was the idea that the state of Massachusetts would actually require all government uh, works to be done in the open document standard, which currently is not recognized by Microsoft, of- Microsoft Office. You would have to use Open Office or Star Office or some other third-party. Or not third party, but some other office suite to be able to open it. Mm-hmm. So everybody hailed this as this is great for open source. It's you know universally translatable, except not in Microsoft Office. Mm-hmm. Even <laughs> Microsoft said that the next rev of Office that goes with Vista would have support for the Open Document Standard. Mm-hmm. But now they're uh, they're starting to backtrack in Massachusetts. Yes, they're not so of, sure they want to do that.
0: A couple of state officials are like, "Dude, I have Office. Well, it. I mean." <sighs> I don't want to be all, I I, I don't want to support the fact that Microsoft has created kind of an artificial dependence on them because of their support or non support for document formats, but it's a little hard for a whole state to be dealing in formats that are not supported by Office, which is like used everywhere else in the country.
1: Look at it this way Microsoft can put open document standards in the next version of Office and make a lot of money selling them to Massachusetts.
0: (laughs) Okay. Everybody wins, mostly Microsoft.
1: And they'll be able to afford it Mm -hmm. because they can get the $398 notebooks and desktops from Walmart (gasps) for everybody.
0: Look at you. You are the (laughs) Segway king today. (laughs) Somebody should send Tom a Segway. Excuse Captain Segway. <laughs>
1: Please. I'll just fall over and hurt myself.
0: There Wal- are rumors. Walmart
1: and Hewlett-Packard will likely celebrate this Thanksgiving season this by attempting to rumor. crush their competitors with low-priced desktops and notebooks, this according to News.com.
0: How low are the prices?
1: So low, you'll never believe them.
0: <laughs> a $398 laptop and a $398 desktop with an LCD monitor from HP. <gasps>
1: I bet these aren't desktop replacements either.
0: <laughs> it says the notebook deal would represent a new low in price for mainstream Windows laptops. <laughs>
1: if only, and now, if we could combine these with the wind-up notebooks that charge their own battery, and mm-hmm. we're talking.
0: All I'm those saying... Are hun-
1: those are 100 bucks.
0: Is that if they are seriously selling a $400 laptop at Walmart on Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, I'm not getting within 100 Walmart. miles. Yeah. Unless you really miles.
1: need a laptop. In that case, get there early and yes. wear armor.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it's Awesome. Like definitely get in line if you're looking for one. Eek! I don't, uh, I'm Shelby, bon-
1: Shelby, Bonnie, the CEO of CNET There's yesterday was walking around with stormtrooper outfit on. He was. That is the kind of thing that you'll need in this situation. Yeah, bring, full body armor.
0: Bring your Kevlar. Yeah, he was. He didn't see him. Dang it! Stupid jury he duty good,
1: too. Said he bought it on eBay.
0: <laughs> it was his. Ho- oh yeah, it was Halloween yesterday. Now I understand.
1: <laughs> All right, uh, real quickly, Sony. <laughs> 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 Not so good with the holidays, Molly. <laughs> molly days uh sony sony is using a new form of drm that includes black hat root kits what root kits are uh, a way of getting a back office back orifice into uh <laughs> into computers so so black hat hackers use a root kit to yes. be able to take over your uh, the utility of of your computer without you ever knowing. It, oh, okay, and then right? they become
0: the root administrator. And
1: Sony has I get put it. this in its DRM.
0: <gasps> Wait, what?
1: So that if you I think if you rip a Sony CD that has this DRM, the rootkit installs without oh. your knowledge, giving Sony and potentially other people
0: control over your computer. Uh why on earth would they do that? Now, this,
1: I, I, I'm seeing this on Boing Boing, and I haven't really clicked through on the maybe link. It's and, and an gotten, gotten, maybe it's an accident. Maybe they just didn't know. I don't think so. I think, well, maybe they just didn't know what they're dealing with. Is that what you mean? Like, <laughs> they didn't understand what a rootkit really was? <laughs> That's kind of irresponsible. <laughs> Like I haven't actually clicked through and, and got into this, but that that seems to be mm-hmm. on the face of it what's going on. The so. Boeing
0: Boing says it uses a genuine black hat technique, even choosing a Windows sounding name mm-hmm. for a service, just like your favorite backdoor, and about as easy to detect or remove.
1: <gasps> yeah. Wow! So if anybody else who's a little more hackery than I am knows, knows what so the pretty, deal, yeah, is. give us an email or give us a call because
0: that seems bad.
1: All right, you want to handle the product alert? Maybe
0: illegal. Uh, the yes. new Nikon
1: is out, and Amy new Baldridge, Nikon. our um, pro- our camera editor, is all a flutter. So is Lori, Lori Grunin, another photo editor. And
0: let me be clear: these ladies are not easily a flutter.
1: No, no, the- they are not
0: impressed by very many cameras.
1: They see a lot of cameras, so it takes a lot to impress yeah. them.
0: This guy has been everywhere today. It is the Nikon D two hundred. It is ten point two megapixels. 10. 10.2. Dot two, and it is sub two thousand dollars, sixteen ninety nine. I'm not saying that's cheap or anything. But
1: for that many megapixels. And it's a DSLR?
0: It's a DSLR.
1: Yeah, that's that's but a lot. of course. That's something.
0: Yeah, it's uh it's it looks good.
1: That's a lot of camera.
0: It looks good. And it sounds like it is, um, they say, more than strong enough to go up against the current mid range heavyweight Canon's EOS five D. I personally own the Nikon D seventy and I love it. I find the image quality to be fantastic and the frame rates the, the burst speed to be much faster than the um Rebel. So
1: Cameras are my weak spot. I don't know as, enough about them. I don't know, I don't as, know much as much as I should. About them,
0: but I know it when the pictures look good, and they do with my D70. All
1: right, let's move on. we got to take a call from Daniel real quick before we go. Uh, Daniel uh, was one of the people remarking on the desktop replacement thing, and he threw the Trio into the hat. What does he mm-hmm. have to say about it today? Hi, Molly. Tom, it's Daniel. I called yesterday about the laptop and desktop replacement issue, um, and I am a huge advocate of the Trio, I'd like to be your Trio representative, actually. Not that I work for them or anything, but that would just be a cool title. Um, To answer Molly's question, you can, in fact, download MP3s using the Trio, but you have to download them to the SD card. They can't be played from the internal memory. And then you have to move them over so that they can be ringtones. It's not easy, but you certainly can do it. And it is very slow. But if you wanted to click on a link on a web page or you wanted to do... um, Downloading using an FTP client, you certainly could do that on the Trio. So one more step to making the Trio your only device. That's it. Thanks, guys. Bye. (laughs)
0: Uh, As to the question about being our Trio rep, sure, send me a Trio. Uh, Uh,
1: That's not uh, Now you don't want the job, do you? you can't
0: do that. Um, And as to the question of downloading MP3s, I know you can play them on your Trio, and I know you have to load them up onto the the SD card. Um, I am curious. I, I mean, I think... You've basically answered the question. I, I think I I know that it is probably technically possible to download, to click on a link and and get an FTP and download an MP3. I just don't think that it is practically feasible unless you ha- do have you know Edge or or EVDO or high speed.
1: It's just yeah. I don't know. Wait till iTunes comes out for Trio. Is yeah, that what we'll you're see. saying? Yeah. Okay. Uh, real quick, Brian W writes: Two dollars and fifty cents is a good music deal compared to ringtones that are two about two bucks and you only get twenty seconds of the song. Good,
0: good point. point. And Trip has a 17 inch laptop. Wouldn't give it up for anything. Okay,
1: <laughs> but you know what's what's crazy? He wrote. I a would. Much, he wrote a much longer email. <laughs> he um, did. He said a lot of things. <laughs> and he talked about discovering MP3 ringtones for his Razor, mm-hmm. which I also have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the funny thing about that—that's that pretty cool. I wish is I had that. Last night when I got home, my wife was like, "You got to check out all these ringtones." I I took MP3s and I he she did the exact same thing. She really? put A bunch of MP3 ringtones on our. Do razor. they know each other? think so trip oh well they like halfway across the country
0: <laughs> and that's all we have for you today
1: all right give us a call one 800 cnet or email us buzz at cnet.com
0: thanks bye bye, bye.